0: This is Terry McCarty and uh, welcome to the end of August episode of Reviews and Otherwise where I'll be talking about uh, a couple of films and uh, here's the first one, Blue Beetle. And it's just fair and uh, I'm about to tell you why. Filmmaker Angel Manuel Soto, who said about this, that he was making David Cronenberg for kids, Uh, Soto makes a DC Latinx canon films, 80s homage, uh, particularly in the settings, uh, which uh, some of them look. Pretty much like this was uh, shot in one thousand, nine hundred and eighty-seven, around the time that uh, Cannon's to many infamous uh, Superman for the quest for peace uh, was released. Anyway, it's a definitely a go on Globus feel to it, and uh, it's a superhero film that tries to be most things for many people and oftentimes suffers from an overblown overbroad over frenetic approach and uh, it can remind uh, viewers that are old i guess like myself or younger that uh, dig into the 1980s uh, mainstream movies like they're some kind of wonderful artifacts it can remind you uh, Blue Beetle at its worst of 1986's half watchable, half uh, execrable uh, Howard the Duck and and mr soto's use of uh slam bam uh bilge uh, almost crowds out the occasional moments where he and the screen scenarist screenplay author writer garrett done it i will say bring some uh, contemporary, relevant ideas to the table regarding uh, disparity of wealth, American info- interference sorry, in uh, Latin American countries, and the malign use of technology. And Susan Sarandon comes in and does a he 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 Uh, performance as the uh, villainess and uh, if you really have 80's memories you can remember the (laughs) performance uh, well actually this was 1984 but uh, given by Faye Dunaway in the Helen Slater starring film Supergirl and also uh, George Lopez uh, plays the uh lovable family uh conspiracy theory person and uh and he's the uh, beneficiary of a scene which has a very definite uh cheech and chong homage if if you look very closely for it so blue beetle if you're rating it on a five star uh, scale, two and a half stars. Uh, it's something that's worth seeing uh, if you uh, must be a DC Completist and in theaters as a uh, bargain matinee. It was originally conceived uh, for HBO Max, and uh, I would think by November uh, shall premiere there. And as I said with The Flash, it's another film that's uh, going to be a perennial uh, with gobs of commercials on uh, TNT. And uh, going from there to a markedly better film that I'm going to presume most people haven't heard of, uh, but a lot of you, of course, have seen and heard of the near-great Christopher Nolan Oppenheimer. And uh, Downwind is a documentary uh, film that is worth uh, watching as a kind of coda, and it's it's slightly overlong, uh, but it's a well-done, chilling advocacy documentary, and it focuses on uh, People that are affected by the uh, toxic effects of uh, of the waste uh, that goes in the air every time a nuclear bomb was tested on uh, American soil, which was something that spanned the 1950s till as recently as 1992, and there's an area in Nevada that was very remote, and that's where above and underground uh, uh, nuclear tests took place. And um, many cases of cancer or leukemia resulted from this uh, government policy, which was uh, deliberately structured to spare the populous uh, Southern California in favor of less popular states, uh, Nevada, Utah, Arizona, and, uh, and they didn't care whether it was Native Americans or uh, 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 Hispanic and Latinx Americans or Caucasians. Uh, they just wanted to test and uh, let things uh, fly through the air where they made because um, they felt that the, the couldn't couldn't be done anywhere else remote and actually we know it shouldn't have been done at all so uh, Martin Sheen uh, narrates uh, sporadically and uh, there are on screen uh, celebrity interviews every so often, and a couple of them are more tangential. Like uh, Michael Douglas comes in and uh, discusses more in terms of the uh, making of the 1979 film, uh, The China Syndrome, which the release was like about two weeks ahead of the actual uh meltdown disaster at three mile island and also uh lewis black uh, who does his ims interest uh uh, you know philosophy of life yet again uh he's brought in kind of tangentially because he did a routine in 2004 on an hbo special that lampooned the nineteen fifties way they've sold children on uh, you know escaping the effects of uh, nuclear uh, waste in the air by duck and cover which meant basically if you're in a schoolroom and you're a child of the nineteen fifties you duck under a wooden desk and and i guess you hope you uh, don't uh, contract a a dangerous disease uh, later in in your uh, childhood or adulthood but there is one relevant uh, celebrity interview and it's uh, john wayne's son uh, patrick wayne and he discusses the high death toll of the film his father made uh, in the mid-1950s, and the part of it in the St. George area of Utah called The Conqueror, and The Conqueror is, of course, infamous for for John Wayne, playing uh, young uh, Genghis Khan and... Uh, and uh, well, there's other people that were in that, Agnes Moorhead, Susan Hayward, uh, William Conrad, and, uh, and uh, a lot of uh, actors including uh, Susan Hayward, uh, Agnes Moorhead, uh, uh, the uh, director, Dick Powell, uh, they all had cases of cancer uh, much later on or at least within the, well, in Dick Powell's case, it was about seven to eight years later when he passed away. So that's uh, just mind-boggling when you think of it. Uh, you're filming a, and near a testing site, and the soil is contaminated uh, with nuclear fallout, and uh, I guess as the horrible cherry on top, uh, what happened was that a lot of that soil was scooped up and uh, taken back to uh, RKO Radio Pictures, uh, which is... Uh, then located on Melrose, and now it's it's uh, folded in as a part of the Paramount lot. So there was that uh, dirt, uh, radioactive dirt, on the on the soundstage floor, and so they got exposed in Utah, and, and they they got exposed uh, on Melrose. So uh, Downwind uh, uh, I would give like three and a half stars out of five two. And uh, it's playing in some theaters but it's uh, mostly available as a video on demand rental and you can find it like I rented it off of uh, Voodoo Fandango, and I would presume that there's other areas like Amazon Prime, uh, and, and it's would be like a about a six ninety nine rental price, and uh, as I said before, uh, well worth seeing. If you've uh, seen Oppenheimer, and if you haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. Uh, Well we're seeing on its own. And uh, thanks uh, so much for uh, listening to this episode. And uh, if you enjoy or or follow the show, then please don't hesitate to recommend this uh, via your favorite form of social media. And I should be back sometime in the early part of September with uh, some more things to discuss. And and until then, uh, thanks ever so much for listening, and uh, bye for now.